I'm not afraid of death. Being what I am has sort of ruined that. I knew that I could die, but I also knew that it would take a lot to kill me. But as I stared straight at those fangs poised right over my throat, and felt the growl that reverberated from the wolf planted solidly on my chest, it seemed like he was up for the challenge. He wanted to kill me, however hard that would be. So why would it be so hard to kill me, you ask? I am one of the six chosen ones who holds the magic of the wolf, according to an ancient Indian legend. It was a special gift passed from father to son, from one generation to the next, were known as keepers, protectors of the forest, Mother Earth, and all the good stuff in the world. Now that you know all of that, let's go back to the part where the lead protector of the good stuff in the world wanted to kill me. Nikki, get him off, I warned the girl standing to my left. As I struggled to keep calm, I knew if I lost it, it would get worse. A black and white mist started to ebb around my sight and my wolf crept hesitantly to the surface to stare at the huge black one that had us pinned. I felt him withdraw, going back down into the darkness. Lucky for me, he normally wasn't too eager to take on our alpha either. Finally, her hoarse voice said, It wasn't him, Adam. Brian didn't do anything. He just got here a second before you did. Let him up. With something that sounded like a sort of disappointment, the black wolf climbed off me and turned to look at the girl whose heart was beating like a jackhammer. Fear pulsed from her and her big, brown eyes had a wild, panicked look to them. Ignoring the tall Indian dude who managed to shift back into a human and made it to a standing position before I could even get off the ground, I looked back toward the girl who was the reason for my being knocked in the dirt. What's going on, Nikki? I brushed at a patch of dirt on my clothes. Don't even bother telling us nothing. Your heart is hammering a mile a minute, and for whatever reason, Adam thinks I did it. Sorry, she said, as she tried to concentrate on taking deep breaths and calm down. She looked over at her boyfriend, who still had a black mist edging around him. The attic. I was up there looking around, and weird stuff started happening. So I came out here. What kind of weird stuff? Adam asked, turning to stare up at the attic. An old, Faded curtain picked that exact second to blow out and hover in the air. Hmm, I said, watching it billow as if the breeze were coming from inside the house. Is the window on the other side open? No, Nikki shook her head. I only opened that window, but that isn't anything compared to what I saw. I think my house is haunted or possessed or something, and I think it's watching us now. As we watched, the curtain shifted to one side as if someone had moved it to look out, and a shadow passed by. Adam's eyes narrowed. Are your mom and sister home? I knew as well as he did that Nikki was the only one home. Hers was the only scent around. Everyone else had been gone for a few hours, but I was willing to go along with him and hope that we were wrong, because otherwise, there was something or someone else up there, and whoever it was didn't have a scent. No, they've gone out. Let's go check it out, Adam nodded to me, completely forgetting that two minutes before, he had been ready to rip me apart and stomp on whatever pieces were left. He looked back to Nikki. Stay out here. We'll be back in a few. No way. She shook her head, sending her curly blonde hair spiraling around her shoulders. I'm going with you. Adam gave her a long look 
then began to say something and thought better of it. He took her hand. I followed them in silence through the old, rambling house, up the stairs, and toward the attic.